you're listening to Have Kids They Said. It would be fun, they said. Or so we thought. I'm Danielle Rivenbark, and with me is my co-host and wonderful husband, Jerry. Hi, I'm Jerry Rivenbark, and I have so much fun alongside my amazing wife and parents to Gardner, who is four, Katie Jean, who is two, and Stu, who is almost one. Almost. Yeah. He's not a baby anymore. He's not a baby. He is walking, he is laughing, he is very funny. He's so funny now. He's a blast. He's getting to be more your people. Yeah. I like him. Little babies are not your people. I love babies, but uh, no, he, it was just like <laughs> the other day when I got home, he came out of his room smiling at me. Yeah, yeah. he's so sweet. Unattended. And I mean, Unattended. I, I mean, no, but it was cute because I wasn't <laughs> expecting I saw you sitting in the living room and all of a sudden he comes from my left. From the other way, yeah. Yeah, not I, expecting that. He does what he wants. He yeah, was having fun. It was cute. Taking clothes out of the dresser. Yeah, but I liked it. I liked <laughs> the little independence. Major destruction. Yes. <laughs> ultimate chaos but he smiles and it's okay yeah that's true all right this week how you been yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) new year's resolutions it's a new year i don't do new year's resolutions okay but we should do one for this podcast resolve to bring people episodes like every other week we should just do that like we continue to promise we should just do that anyway it shouldn't be uh, (laughs) like if people need a a day or i don't know you're just the anti-society, I think. I guess. Anti-social. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, you love being social. Just anti-societal norms. Well, Complete I just, I rebel. Just, like, if you really want to do something, you should be able to do it and not have to wait for a resolution. I just make a resolution anytime during the year. I don't know. I've never understood that concept at all. I'm like... Shouldn't you just be doing this anyway? But you're familiar with Gretchen Rubin's framework, right? About habits and habit change. So there's upholders, which meet inner and outer expectations. Obligers, they only meet outer expectations. Questioners, that question anything, but only uh, they'll meet inner expectations if it makes sense to them. And then there's rebels. They just meet no expectations they set for themselves. Because if something makes sense to me, I will. But like some people that are obligers do need an arbitrary date, something that's meaningful to use the jumping off point. But you being more rebel than you want to believe, just think that arbitrary dates are silly. Once again, I subscribe to the Peter LaFleur method Mm -hmm. that I don't set any goals. I'm never disappointed and it feels amazing. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) So you have no New Year's resolutions. Nothing you're striving for this year to no, be different? No. no. Okay. Living your best life. I think you should be doing that all the time. Well, we're trying, but we're also striving for better. I think if you've fallen off by December 31st, you've got issues. <laughs> you <laughs> do check-ins throughout the year. Ugh. <laughs> should always be working towards something, right? I guess. I'm just saying, like, you should be doing that anyway. You shouldn't need a date, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So you do have goals, I just not January 1 goals. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you're going to right, right. be a better person, you want to improve yourself, like, if I want to do more podcasts or if I want to do this, I should be doing that in the middle of July. July, not just, well, I'll just wait till the first of the year. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not for people, I'm not against people self-improving, mm. being their best selves or whatever that cliche crap is. Mm. I'm just saying is you can do it in the middle of July, not mm-hmm. the first of the and, and first of January. Plus, is I would rather start something in the summertime. It's really cold in most areas 
first of the year and people like traveling and stuff. It's dark all the time. And so I listened to something very interesting today talking about uh, like dark winter and that how our philosophy here is to endure it. Whereas like the Scandinavian countries, their philosophy is to enjoy it. So but they also get like what? 24-hour days of sun and sunlight sometimes. Sometimes, but then they only have, like, two hours of sun in the winter. Yeah. So they have to, they basically have a totally different philosophy, which is less about indoor, which is what ours is, and more about enjoy, do winter sports, the cold air is actually really good for you, um, just doing things like the, drinking warm drinks and getting wrapped up in warm blankets, and it's kind of an interesting lifestyle, totally different than our mindset here. Well, you know... We've talked about this in, in, in the past. I don't get the winter blues. Yeah. You know, and I know people do. And I know going up to Jersey, I can see where people could get it. Because we do, I mean, 60s here, you know. True. It was beautiful for New Year's this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it's not like, and even cold, the dark, whatever, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Elsa. The cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm sure I've got a lot of Scandinavian. Dad jokes right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of Scandinavian in me, I'm sure, because the dark doesn't bother me, the cold doesn't bother me. I'm yeah. not exactly uh, need the sunlight because I get plenty of it during the year. Yeah, you know, working outside. So, so how about for New Year's, like a one-word theme for your year? Have you thought about this? This is a thing people do too. Freedom. Freedom. Okay, what does that mean to you? <laughs> Are we running away? No, 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 no. <laughs> no you need to tell so me something. Saying, so what's a great one-line quote? And I was thinking of just Mel Gibson's Braveheart. <laughs> um, I don't know. Or endure. Um, I don't know a theme. Is it like... Ugh. How about this? I'll start. I'll yeah, tell you mine. You okay. So my, my one-word theme last year was self-care. Or phrase can be a phrase. So mine was self-care. And so as a recap, I think I did okay on the self-care for last year because I, as you can attest, I went to bed at like nine o'clock every night or earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sort of part of my self-care. Of course, we also did welcome steel early in the year. And so self-care was super important to try to maintain my own sanity. Uh, I do wish I probably would have gotten a few more massages and things like that throughout the year. Um, that's just so hard to get away. But um, we're overall, also, we're also knocking out a ton of debt, and you're a miser. Yeah, I know. You're so fun. Yeah, and so self care, improving the household. But yeah, so for self care for me, it was really focused on sleep, and I think I did a pretty good job on that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I gotta go to bed so early now. So so unusual for me to be up late. So this year. My theme is going to be expectations. And so what that means to me is both um, meeting expectations, which I feel like I already do a decent job of, you know, at work, at home, that sort of thing. Um, Setting or managing expectations and then letting go of some expectations. Because what I've noticed here lately for expectations is that I tend to have these really lofty expectations of how things should go, whether it's in the morning trying to get kids out the door or for bedtime or there's just certain like things that I feel like kids should march to and everyone should be knowing what they're doing and brushing teeth at a certain time and what do you mean you still aren't dressed this morning? We have to leave in five minutes. You know, those sorts of things that can totally ruin the start to my day or the end of my day when I'm really exhausted and I feel like if I just let go of some of those expectations that I will 
be a little bit happier. So that's my goal. I'm not saying I'm not going to still be anxious in the morning like I usually am, but at least I'm going to try and bring my expectations down instead of like yelling 20 times to put your freaking pants on because we have to go out the door. I'm just going to stop and go assist our lovely four-year-old put his pants on and get dressed and brush his teeth as opposed to yelling about it and being a crazy person, which I know I am in the morning. And so I think that'll make everybody, not just me happier, but everybody happier. So expectations. That's what I'm going with this year. Okay. That's what you're saying. Um, And also bringing, you know, another new life into this world. I just feel like I need to not only manage my expectations and let things go, but also set expectations for everybody, you know, help them manage expectations of of us. So, for example, we're taking a visit to New Jersey, which I'm super excited about. But just kind of letting everybody know where we're at, what we're doing, what our plans are, that kind of thing, will hopefully make everybody much happier when we do go to visit. Not that they're not happy to see us, but, you know, there's only so many hours in the weekend that we're going. And so just trying to get to see everybody and give everybody the time that they want, but also let them know that, you know, I might be really tired because I'll be closer to due date and we're still on nap schedule and just all the things that go with traveling with young kids Mm -hmm. that you just need to remind folks of. I hear you. Um, that's good. You know, uh, expectation wise, because I mean, yeah, sometimes, especially in the mornings, it can be a little crazy out here. I mean, give me your honesty. You hate it. Well, I just, I, I feel the tension. I, I think the word I usually use is tension. That's right. You know, um, uh, and I think. It's bad. I recognize it's bad. I need to get better. Well, no, I think listening to that, I think the thing for me could be like empathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good one. You know, um, just empathize, not just, you know, like with what you do and all that, and also like empathize with the kids and, and you know, like mm, how can I, like you know listen to them more and like their feelings and different things like that not that I don't feel like I do now I really do when they're hurting or something like that I'm mm-hmm. like let me kiss it or you know um but just I don't know being more empathetic to especially your needs more than anybody uh, I'm very demanding and my mom I'm hard to work with well no just you have your <laughs> mindset on something I have high expectations yeah, I'm trying like, to readjust these yeah I mean it's just but I mean but it's, it's for the best I'm sure in, in some ways but I think like you know like but they've also been empathetic to my mom like you know like get home or like hey mom we'll be a little late can I grab you something while I'm out or that's good you know stuff like that thank you for you know all that you do kind of stuff and you know same thing with you just being more um empathetic to the need for communication mm-hmm. you know i know more communication is always better so i don't know well not that we don't do a good job now we do but but yeah just in that sense i guess just be more empathetic to those needs someone on facebook i posed this question about new year's resolutions and someone said be a better father and dad and all of that and husband someone else said that they wanted to learn how to bake cupcakes and decorate them and i was like yes we should do that because I have to make some cupcakes or order a cake for steel. How cool would it be to be able to do that? That sounded like an awesome resolution. Mm-hmm. And then someone else said not to miss any more appointments and obligations. Apparently the struggle is real. And I I feel for that person. It's a lot to, dr- to juggle all kinds of appointments and things like that. And yeah. being on time and doctors and dentists and all the things that go into running a household. Practices, concerts. Well, I'm very things. fortunate to have you, like, because I don't have to do that stuff. 
I mean, I just don't. I'm, I'm not here. I'm not near. You know, kind of thing. That is the the life that I live. You know, lead. Um, and so I'm very thankful. You know that you're able to do that stuff, or you know, have Papa and Uncle Robbie mm-hmm. and those people to do things. And uh, that helps a lot. For so, sure. Yeah. Well, good. Expectations and empathy. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, I gotta be nicer. <laughs> you're nice. I blame Marcus. Mostly. Still, like I said, I, I, to this day, I blame Marcus. Blame not, your friends. Yeah, it's not my fault. I can't, it can't be. No, no, it's, it's totally, I don't know. I, the thing is, in like, in all seriousness, like I've always said, when I was younger, I was a really sweet kid. And I don't know, just, I am cynical as I'll get out. And I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. I am happier now than I've ever been. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I laugh more than I ever have. <laughs> And I was telling a lady today that I said, I find that the more children we have, the less toxic people in my life matter. Oh, that's good. That's good philosophy. It really is. It's a good change of heart. Well, because it's just like, I don't have time. We don't have time, right? We're so busy managing all the children. (laughs) If you're not going to be helpful, we don't need you. Yeah. We love you, but we don't need you. (laughs) I hear you. So that's really I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, it's just, I mean, because I've got friendships, I've got people that I've known, it's just like, yeah, I don't have time. This is, this is a lot. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. So, yeah, I think that I just, like I said, being around, the more children I have, the less I can care about. It's interesting. less I care about what toxic people in my life, or like, the more, the less I'm apt to try to appease people. Tolerate or, or, yeah. Yeah, uh tolerate, yeah. Yeah. if I don't talk to you, I really, because I, my free time is going to be like chasing them down. So it's not like I'm sitting here staring at a phone like, oh, we got to call this person. Or I got to yeah. make sure I make this effort because I'm like, ah. Yeah, right. Value added. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a new segment that I want to introduce. Okay. Uh, I'm calling it the dichotomy of parenting. It's basically the low followed by the high of parenting. It's like a roller coaster around here. And so I have a good story that I know you will appreciate. So a couple weeks ago, Gardner wound up in our bed like he does probably about twice a week. And he went to sleep. And of course, I heard him come in and he crawled into bed. And then a couple hours went by and I had asked him, do you need to go potty? And he said no. And then I went off to sleep. And then a couple hours later, I woke up and that boy had peed in our bed. It was the worst. Actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh, but we had to wake up. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. No, it was 3.30. Oh, it was 3.30. See, I don't even remember. Because I never went back to sleep. (laughs) That's right. 3.30 in the morning, you had to go to work, and we had to change our sheets. Needless to say, I was not happy with Gardner. I said, you go back to your bed. I woke him from a dead sleep, and I was like, get out. I changed his, his pants. I put him in his bed and I said, you stay here and don't bring your your pottying self back to our bed. And he did not. And I kind of felt a little bad for that. But man, I was so mad that we had to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and change the sheets. Mm-hmm. I did go back to sleep. I'm sorry you did not. But then the, the sweetest thing happened. All of a sudden, the next morning, when he finally got up, he came out completely unprompted, said, Mama... I'm really sorry I pee-peed in your bed last night. And I was like, 
Oh, buddy, it's okay. And it was all okay because, I mean, I guess it was not the end of the world at the time. I was really mad. It's 3.30. We're up changing the sheets. What the heck? But then he just unprompted, just apologized. And then not long after we had sat down, had breakfast, he insisted on calling you to tell you that yeah, he was that sorry. Was super sweet. Oh, my gosh. So the dichotomies of parenting, we were down at the lowest and then we were up at the highest. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I've, yeah. How do I reconcile these two, these two children? Because it is the same child. Yeah. <laughs> the same child has not only soiled our bed and woke us up in the middle of the night, but then he said the sweetest thing and he apologized. And the saying goes, those, the things that make you laugh will make you cry. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's I, the truth. I, that's why I consistently tell anyone that are looking to have kids, this is the best, worst thing you ever do. I'm saying, so the dichotomies of parenting, I'm going to bring you a new segment now. I like it. You like it? Well, I mean, because I, I've, I've Cause said, this I, is real life. I, mean, I was so time, mad. Like, the kid will be driving me crazy and they'll look, and you know, I love you, daddy. I know. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Dang it. Well, Kitty Jane, the, the one time she hit Gardner, it's like, Kitty Jane, you don't hit Gardner. She, and then she like, Touched and said, Gordon, I love your turtle shirt. It's so cute. I know. Like, she is a, mm. like a little human, like, just the, the, like, she is the perfect example of dichotomy. Yeah, but, like, within minutes. With seconds. Seconds. Yeah. Hits him and then says, Gordon, I love your turtle shirt. It's so cute. And then, like, rubbed his shirt. Like, Dang like, it. Like, the little, just pat, like, the little girl tap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's a man. The worst. <laughs> I, I meant to say this. The best worst. I, I don't want to go back, but the last thing with that empathy and toxicity of people and everything. Um, I did hear this quote today, and I just want to reiterate it. Uh, the Dr. Seuss quote, it says, Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. That's good. I love that quote. That's a good one. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Who knew? Who knew? It's got, he think he's got a good future in writing. <laughs> <That guy. laughs> but I love that quote. It's it is just, good. It is yeah. good. The people who really know you don't mind. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have a parenting pick you want to share? Um, I saw those things uh, that I showed you, and I apologize. It was those back of the uh, seat. Oh yeah, like the little pocket holders for mm-hmm. the back seat of the car. Yeah, holds that, the drinks and the books well, and, and the. I saved it, and I just want to. And make the sure. iPads and all the good travel all things, things. Yeah. all the things. Yeah, that's a good pick. But I just want to make sure I give them the right. Modney. 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 M O D N I. Modney, and they're called just car seat organizer. Okay. And uh, two of them for thirty dollars. Very nice. And they... I think we'll be investing. Yeah, they hold all things. I mean, it's really in- interesting. And they got, like, a spot for two cup holders. Uh, uh, and it phone. attaches to the... F- the, the back of your headrest. Back of your headrest yeah. from the front yeah, it's seat. it's got a little place for boogie wipes or wipes, whatever. And yeah, you can hold all things. And it also protects the back of your seats because... Oh, yeah. They kick the back of the seats. Yeah. Their shoes are muddy. Yeah. yeah. So mod, mod me. Mod, mod me. Okay. M-O-D-N-I. That's good. I am recommending my parenting pick this week is your local zoo. Oh, yes. Yes. So if anybody is looking for good birthday gifts uh, or even holiday gifts, I know we just passed the holidays, but if you're looking for good gifts for kids, I recommend the gift of experience in the form of a zoo. So every year, our daughter now gets from my brother a membership to the zoo for the whole family, which is fantastic because it is good for 
the North Carolina Zoo, all the aquariums, and discounts at other zoos and other aquariums in the nation. Right. Not all the zoos are included, but a lot of the zoos are included. So. Which I know, which I said today that to your dad uh, that the North Carolina Zoo is the largest. Yeah. By land area. By land area. That's right. In mm-hmm. America. It is. So we. It's really big. It is, and we did. We took them last weekend. Yes. And it was super fun. We took the older two kids, and they walked around. It's all the animals, and man, it was a lot of walking, but they had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun, and I, th- I was saying, I just think it was a nice gift. Well, TJ gets tired and everything, but Garner's really getting to the point where he can. He's mm-hmm. getting. Oh gosh, he's becoming a little man. Yeah. Oh, he's becoming all boy. I know. But yeah, it was so cool. All the animals. Uh huh. I mean, it was a beautiful day for it. Like it was so nice. And sunny. You know, it's the perfect day. I know we've been putting it off because it was too hot, then it was too cold, then we we're too busy. It's a lot then of it was walking. too cold. <laughs> There's a lot of walking. But I recommend any looking for any gifts to give a family, gift of the zoo or the aquarium, or either experiences. way. I think really experiences about, in general. Yeah, but yeah, but the zoo and the aquarium definitely mm-hmm. those memories and yeah, I mean, I will take an ex- that that look on his face when that seal went by his face. We must and, have been there for fifteen minutes. I mean, it's better than any present I could, we could ever buy him. I know it was I don't great. Care what people think, they both love the seals. And I am a materialistic person. I love things. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first to tell you this, but I will never trade my material things for the experiences I've had in my life and the True. places I've been and things I've seen. Because you just can't, you know, put a price on that. Sure. And those memories. So I agree. I love that. It was good picks. Okay, that's it for this episode of Have Kids They Said. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions that you want us to tackle, please email us at havekidsdaysaidpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, tell us. And if you want to give us a gift, you should rate and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It really does help people to find our show. Especially because, did you know, we were like the number one kids and family podcast in South Africa? South Africa. Yeah. Who knew? We made the iTunes charts in South Africa. Yeah, so step it up, people. USA. We are influencing South African kid culture. Y'all really need to step up. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Right? That's exciting. I think we're like number ten now. We've 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 dropped since well, we haven't put any episodes out. Yeah, since I have. We right. <laughs> so yeah, until next time, I am Jerry Rogenbart. and I'm Danielle. We hope your parenting life continues to be fun, rewarding, and not too chaotic. No, just our parenting life is always chaotic. Everyone's, if they're honest with themselves and honest with everyone else, they're always chaotic. So have a good one, y'all.